Oh yeah, I like the sound of that, and I know that you're going to like the sound of it too. This is The Manny Wolf Show, where I pull no punches, I don't hold back in my conversations with some of the most interesting minds on the planet. So, put us in your ear, turn the volume up, and hang on for another episode. I love it. Once again, we are live with another episode of The Manny Wolf Show. Hello everyone, and welcome today, my guest, Kelly Fisher who is a professional hypnotherapist. I'm guessing you've got more going on than that, but why don't you tell us? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been doing uh, hypnotherapy for professionally 23 years. I graduated way back in the day. Um, yeah, throughout my years, uh, I realized everyone that came into my office, uh, they had anxiety about the issue they came in with and they couldn't oh. sleep and the mind was racing. So I put together an anxiety solution program because I figured if we can get that down and we could get down, my motto is slow your mind down to the speed you're living. So if we mm. can slow everything down to the now, like Eckhart Tolle talks about, now yeah. we're back in control. You can't have anxious thoughts, which are future thoughts. So This is an interesting one because... Well, let me do it this way. Instead of telling you, let me ask you, do you think there's a time and a place for future thoughts? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, one of my one of my examples, I have a whiteboard across my office. I got a, a calendar on the wall, two clipboards. I write right. down everything, you know, got where I'm going. What, first of all, like I tell yeah. people, it's it out of your mind so you're not constantly overloaded. I say, okay, let me see. Oh, here, I got to do, oh, yeah, the LinkedIn thing I got to do today. That's a so yeah, absolutely. Get get the future stuff out there so you can come back to now. Yeah. Um, that was one of my sort of big str no struggles, not the right word, but one of the big sort of puzzle pieces was like if I'm if I'm striving to be in the now, mm -hmm. but I don't live, you know, in a monastery at the top of a mountain <laughs> where there's and, and I say that somewhat jokingly, but it it's it's apropos in the in the way that if you if you live that lifestyle of like let's say that like a zen monk mm -hmm. if you're in the monastery there's no real pull to be in the future right right with your thinking which right. I, I i love the feeling of being in the moment however there's a there's a a, a balance mm -hmm. living in america living in a, a capitalist society having desires and goals uh you know what i mean oh yeah absolutely yeah absolutely. yeah i so, mean yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your process for, as you say, getting the future thoughts out of your head. Yeah, when the, the problem comes in when, you know, we have future thoughts and we got plan. And yeah. like when I talk about brainwave frequencies, when you're at, you know, beta and you're just racing real high, you're anxious, your thoughts yeah. are up there. Now, of course, we want to come down to alpha for a meditative state. That being said, yeah, we do go up high. We race. We think about the future and especially positive things. We get up there, but then we come back down. You have to have that balance. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. it is good to think future. It is good to be all amped up and excited about stuff. But you need to like you like you you plug your phone in you know a couple of times a day. You got to yeah. recharge yourself. You got to <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got to be kind of. Uh, uh the 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 slower which way which brain waves are are the ones that are slower uh yeah the beta is the fast one where yeah, the, fast. the very high end 14 to 30 megahertz mm -hmm. per second very high end is anxiety because we have a or b fight or flight kicks in and all that nasty stuff next oh, one is alpha more meditative state we slow things down theta there's a lot of theta healing which is you start yeah. to fall into sleep 
and then yeah. uh, delta is the bottom that's that's asleep without any rapid eye movement oh okay yeah uh so there needs to be a ballast right absolutely absolutely um i, I mean i don't think that under most circumstances we want to get into those highest highest where it's fight or flight and it's that staticky adrenaline feel uh sometimes you know <laughs> yeah. well, when, i i i've been on stage my whole life and when you're backstage yeah. i used to sing in rock bands back in the day yeah. and when the house lights drop ladies and gentlemen yeah you're there you're there yeah. but it's, you use it it's like i, I tell people because i've been performing so long when you're backstage you, you can get psyched up or psyched out yeah but the feelings are the same it's depending yeah, on what right you're, right you're, what to do with them the stimuli itself is generic, right? Yes. It's just the meaning we ascribe to it in the moment. Yes. I, I use that a lot of, uh, when I'm coaching people and to talk about, you know, if you think back to being chased by a dog mm -hmm. and your first kiss, <laughs> if you really can get there, you can see that what's happening in your body is the same. Yeah. Yeah. Way out of balance. Yeah. Yeah. And for a good reason, but yeah. Right, for good reason. But but the thing is, is one of those was wonderful, <laughs> right? The other one was <laughs> most assuredly yeah, not. Yeah. 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 The, the same adrenaline that allowed me to scale fences to get away from, well, dogs and yep. cops and thugs. Yep. yep. Also was the same adrenaline I felt the first time I kissed somebody. So, yeah. 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 Um, I like it, man. I like it. That's it's it's a really it's a powerful piece to know that. Yeah, and, and the, the danger gets when you stay there. People stay there in that yeah. flight, and it just yeah. I tell people literally, fight or flight means the blood rushes to your arms and legs. Your organs are open for disease because there's mm -hmm. no blood circulation, and when you stay there, that's how you get disease because yeah. <laughs> the system's not at ease. You know. I'm curious on a very personal note, um, what are your thoughts on what they call binaural beats? Um, do you know about those? I, I do. I do. Okay. Uh, from what I understand, it's, um, it's, they're, they're syncing the brainwaves frequencies together. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, the separate. Oh, oh, wait, S Y N C H not S I N K. Sinking, yeah, sinking together. That's why. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like sinking down into the slower. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Which one's which? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sinking them together, and sometimes they're just off slightly depending on what they're trying to accomplish by mm -hmm. brain balancing. I, I, I'm working with a company called BrainTap, and they have all my meditations, and it's a light and sound goggle machine, and okay. sometimes the beats are just off purposely slightly to try to balance the brain depending on what the program is so mm -hmm. yeah it's helpful it's definitely helpful i've started using using them in a in, in a non-specific way hmm. um just in because i tend to try to do a meditation every day sure um and before i used them it was it was good it was good i don't i i seriously like i think a lot of us I don't know if I ever achieved what you're supposed to get. It's hard to tell, right? Because there's this idea that meditation leads to these wonderful states and enlightenment. And I felt very relaxed and I felt very refreshed, but I, I somehow didn't. Anyway, fast forward to, to just going on YouTube of all places and picking one of their, you know, there's hundreds of them. 
Sure. Plugging in earphones. Yep. Wrapping a, a, a nice towel around my eyes to keep it really dark yep. and just laying flat on my back. And whatever is happening there, I will tell you, I come back out of 45 minutes of that feeling like like my my cellular body got a nice clean shower. Absolutely. It's just crazy how much better it feels. Yeah. You know, and I, I think my wife still thinks that I'm being cheeky and calling a nap meditating. I don't think she <laughs> understands, you know. She's like, oh, do you have to go meditate? Yeah. Well, I, I, I always set my alarm clock when I meditate because sometimes I fall through and then I, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think, I think geniuses need to meditate, man. <laughs> we have, we have into our genius. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you do, come, you do come out a different vibrational state, absolutely. Holy moly, yeah. do you? Yeah. 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 I mean, it feels profound. It feels like, uh, almost in my body, like a good night's sleep in 45 oh, minutes, you know, hours of sleep. It, yeah. it, it equates hours of sleep. Even when people sleep, they're restless. They don't actually, I mean, we sleep to dream. We don't sleep to rest. We sleep to the brain cycle so we could vent things out. Our long, our short-term memory dumps into long-term memory. Every 45 minutes we do rapid eye movement. We slip into Delta. So we, we, we sleep to, to formulate all this mental stuff. We don't actually sleep to rest. So that's why a lot of people wake up restless because that's not really the purpose of it. So, huh? Yeah. So can you talk more about that? Is that, is that an educated opinion or is that, is there a, 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 a proof behind that? Because that yeah, yeah, know. absolutely. When, when people have been forced to stay awake or, you know, people, I, I, I knew someone personally back in the rock days that was up on, you know, well, COVID. you know, two people who, who, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many, many hours of being up. You actually, sure. if you don't go through that sleep cycle, when you're up for long periods of time, you start yeah. to hallucinate. You start oh, to, oh, yeah. 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 For that and, reason, because we're supposed to go through that cycle. And, not the good hallucinations, right? No. There are there are different kinds of hallucinations. Yes. Yes. Usually, the bad stuff comes out when we're awake because it's. I think. I think personally, in my opinion, it's trying to get our attention to say, "Hey, you know, we need to shut this down. This is, mm -hmm. this is not working anymore." So, yeah. you know, we need to sleep to to go through our cycles. But so, and I'm with you on this. But that still sounds like you're you're drawing an educated conclusion. Is there science to say specifically that sleeping is about the dreaming and not the resting? Um, I, I have read stuff about that is where I got this from. And like I said, I, I've seen people that go through the opposite. Um, I mean, you do, you do get rest. I mean, you do. You, yeah. I mean, I get rest because I, yeah. you know, when I started off, I, whew, I'm dead to the world. So I get rest, but you know, most people's minds, I have a program called fall asleep instantly and, you know, I, I tell people, you're going to go through these stages when you go to lay your head down. So I, I designed a meditation where you go through them just quicker, you know, a couple oh, nice. of three things you did positive today, three things you're going to do positive tomorrow. And then I say, give it up to your higher source, God, whatever you call it and say, yeah. I've done my work for today. And you shut your mind off and you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. So uh, you get much, you get much deeper rest doing that. Yeah. Um, I, I actually did that for a while i would journal it right before bed yeah that helps pick five things i was grateful for you know let it go yep. um I, I i feel like i sort of got to the point with it where i could sort of just plug into that headspace yep um 
so yeah. I don't do the, the actual journaling anymore right, right. now. And, and that may change, but there is something to be said for deliberate. It's, I guess it goes back to sort of being in the present moment, right? We're to deliberately saying to yourself, yep. today is done. It was a good day. Here's what I liked about it. Let's rest and do tomorrow, tomorrow. Yep, because most, most people default to the negative. Oh, shoot, if I did that right today, if, well, what happened today? I, if I, and then they just, their mind, and then if the, that, that vibration picks up a little bit, the heart rate gets a little higher. Yeah, yeah. Worried about that, and then they can't sleep. Yeah. You know? So here, here's a pro tip for you guys out there listening. Don't read the news before bed. Ooh, ever, <laughs> ever go before bed. <laughs> I, I, have, I have clients who are like, well, I, I have to sleep with the TV on. I'm like, ooh. That's uh, insanity. Sleep with a Fox News. I'm like, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. First of all, no TV. First, that's I have a PDF going along with my sleep program, and that's the first thing it says about how to shut off the external stuff. Say goodnight to the wife and kids. You know, shut yeah. the light. Off. Just all the external stuff. It, the slower the vibration you can get, the, the easier mm -hmm. it is to fall asleep. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um. You know, it's funny you mentioned about the, the I, I bring that uh, example up, the monks in the Himalaya. Everyone's like, yeah. are you supposed to shut your mind off when you meditate? I'm like, first of all, good luck with that. Second, yeah. I said, because you're not sitting in a cave somewhere just and that's all you can do. That's why I like guided visualizations. And when I do meditations or hypnosis, I guide them through just enough where I give a suggestion, but then I'd be quiet so they can bring down what I call original thought. Now mm -hmm. they're bringing down original thought. So I'm guiding them through. It's just much easier than saying, just shut your mind off. So I tell people, if I, if I, if you close your eyes right now, you've never done this. And I walk out of the room, the mind is going to race the conscious mind, which is your ego, which, what you're thinking with right now, will go yeah. faster. Go, well, we don't have time for this new age crap. What are we doing? Open your eyes. Let's get back to work. Right. And yeah. Up. And if, if you know that's going to happen, then, you know, you could kind of, I call it zooming out. You can kind of sit back and watch those thoughts go by. You don't have to entertain every thought that comes through. You get into practice of that. I think the most succinct and interesting way um, that I ever heard someone describe the point of meditation, or not the point, but the technique, was in um, uh, Stealing Fire. Do you know that book? I don't know. Stealing Fire? Stealing Fire, yeah. Uh, can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, the same guys that wrote The Rise of Superman. They're, they're plugged into the Flow Genome Project and all these other really cool sort of biohacking elite level right. uh, ideas and, and places. Um, oh, Stephen Kotler and Jamie Wheel. Yeah, I, I wanted to name them. Anyway, so what they said in the, they described it in the book, like riding your breath into the now. Mm. I really liked that because it took away all of the, for me, the expectation that I had to, you know, be doing a certain thing with my brain and that always got me it was like god damn it i can't stop you know <laughs> latching on to these thoughts <laughs> as they come by and i felt like uh in a lot of cases i felt like i was just like tarzaning from one vine to another you know um you run into this with with your yeah. clients yeah, one of the things i say when i actually when i'm in give, inducing people into hypnosis and while i'm working with them i always keep repeating you're in control of the letting go. And it's a bit of a double bind. It wakes up the mind a little bit and it goes, yeah. oh, I'm in control of letting go of that control of the of the roof. I call it the roof chatter, the yip yip dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yip, 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 yip. So it's a conscious mind. It doesn't like being shut off during the day or during right. meditation. And we go to the subconscious mind to work with. The conscious mind's going to try to pull you out. It's going to keep trying to pull you out. 
And I say, when you meditate uh, on your own, you get that little gap, five, 10 seconds, maybe. You don't know where you're at. And then all of a sudden, yeah. back in, what are we doing? That right. gap, like Deepak Chopra calls it, gets bigger. That's meditation. That yeah. gap gets bigger, like practice with exercise. Mm-hmm. It gets stronger, it gets bigger, and, and you, you know, get, go deeper. By the way, I just, I just want to say I love the shirt. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time. I tell people all the time, you know, Brad Pitt wasn't real. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, they're talking about meditation in the cave. There's so many. Yeah, books. there's uh, so much. Oh, so yeah. much in there. Yeah, I would argue it's it's one of the most important movies of the 20th century. It it, it, it hits on so much. It hits on so much. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm not at all surprised that no pun intended, but people had such a violent reaction to it. Yes. Uh, yeah. And then for those of you listening and not watching, uh, I have a Fight Club shirt on. You were yeah. probably clued in by him saying uh, Brad Pitt. But yeah. One in the closet. So that's why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. It was it was important. Conscious level, just like um, Wizard of Oz was, you know, uh, Joseph Campbell was, you know, mm-hmm. he, he helped direct that story because of the, the four phases of who we are and yeah. deep internally. And that's why movies like that or fight club it's just we we don't know why but <laughs> most people don't know why but it's like i feel i i'm, I'm akin to this i'm not sure why but that's yeah. yeah yeah i i mean i connected with it right away to me it was like it was like graffiti on the wall yeah you know um the 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 way that and this is starting to swing back around and i'm really glad for this the way that masculinity was pigeonholed and castrated in society and, you know, with all this, you know, like calling masculinity toxic masculinity and, and, and the, the sort of the androgyny, which I, you know, that part, I'm not making a judgment about, about somebody who finds that they're gender fluid or androgynous, but to, to pigeonhole, all aspects of masculinity as somehow bad um, is a yeah. is a, a stupid, reckless, and dangerous thing to do. Yeah, because we're not going to. All of us are not going to voluntarily neuter ourselves, right? right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> some of us might, and yeah. some of us have. <laughs> I say, hey, wait a second! I was taking a glam band back in the day. I had long hair and makeup, but anyway. Um, so did I. <laughs> So did I, man. I, uh, yeah, actually my band was, uh, it was sort of like, um, uh, close to the chili peppers. Okay. It was like really aggressive funk rock. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we dressed like idiots, but that was part of the, it was, that was part of the thing, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, so I, I, I hear you on that. (laughs) I thought it was pretty funny that, you know, some of the, some of the most like angry men, that I was ever exposed to dressed like women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other subject we don't have time for, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like what you said about the masculinity. It's it, like we talked about before, right before you go on stage, it's what you do with it. You know, yeah. if you're hyper masculine, that's okay. It's, you know, I mean, I've, I've been training martial arts my whole life. I love being, being able to be that aggressive if I needed to be. It's, yeah. Nice thing in my back pocket that I never have to worry about. I just, mm-hmm. it's one of those things, and just nobody ever sees that side of me because there's no need to. Right. You know, right. But it's like <laughs> well, I think that um, one of, the, and I was just, just having a great conversation with another guest, I think like three days ago about this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
our energy exists in two polarities, right? And and you don't need to. I, I think what was mistakenly called toxic masculinity was really just immaturity. That's yeah, sure. Really, it's just immaturity. And you sure people want to want to say, well, the media contributes and, and social media contributes. Maybe they do, but the bottom line is you're talking about an immature human being because a mature human being doesn't go do something horrible and 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 you know because they watched something on social media right and i I so what we were talking about is how you have to have this like balance of these two poles of energy which you might call masculine and feminine and um it's even like in as a man if you can get into certain aspects of what would be called your feminine energy, it can be very, very powerful. Uh, the, the guy I was interviewing, his name is Kyrie. He's a friend of mine. And uh, he was saying like in business, there are four stages. First stage is uh, where you're, you're just sort of trying to get things going. The second stage is this masculine stage where you're going out, especially in coaching, right? In the online space, you're going out and you're going after you're hunting down and getting each new client. Yep. Then he talked about this, like this space of being in the, in the feminine side where it's like, everybody knows who you are, what you do. And you just attract right. Just by this, by virtue of who you are. I loved that distinction and that definition because he's not talking about, wearing a dress or being, you know, being the next David Bowie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) One of my all time heroes, by the way, but, um, but it's, so it's just this, it's this certain, what's the word? um, uh, It's it's a shift that we go through. Uh, Yeah. I have, I, there's so many male clients that I've worked with that came in and said, I haven't even opened up to my wife about my extreme anxiety and how scared right. I, am. And right. so I don't know where I'd be if I didn't talk to you. And I'm so comfortable opening up to you. And they're, they get so excited that they could talk about their feelings because they never can because right. you know, the son of mine's going to cry. I'll give you something to cry about, you know, yeah. like you football field. All right, ladies, get your dresses on. Come on. Don't worry yeah. about getting I mean, you, that's what you heard growing up. You know what Yeah, I mean? totally. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, that it all, uh, I love where this conversation suddenly took us all yeah. because of my t-shirt. Oh my God, I have one of those. That's yeah. But, uh, so, so your primary speciality is anxiety. It is. Yeah. Like I said, because there's so many clients that I've seen that had anxiety about what they're coming in for. I thought I developed this system of uh, control, reduce and end of really how to slow your mind down. This thought, feeling, emotion process that we're all born with on this blue marble. It's, you know, I've studied it to try to get down to the core. Yeah. Or, you know, when you're stuck in a thought, feeling, emotion, you're usually stuck in one of those parts. And Mm -hmm. like Benza talks about, it's a loop. So all of a sudden the body starts, the body starts to become the mind because you're in such a habit. And by 35, there's so many ingrained thoughts that we're, we feel like it's so hard to get out of. I can't stop thinking this way. Tell me more about that idea that the body becomes the mind. Elaborate on that for me. What, yeah, does, what does that mean to you? Well, at a certain point of, we have a thought that releases a chemical. We feel that chemical. We yeah. emote it out through our body. Thought, right. feel emotion we're in this system 
when we're emoting out and we think this is who we are, the body actually, if we go into a new situation where we have to learn something new or become someone else to be someone else, yeah. uh, the body goes, oh no, wait, we, we, this is not us. So the body is actually viscerally responding and trying to control the thoughts. So it's one big loop. So usually people are stuck somewhere in those three spots when they come in. And, and like I said, after so many years, uh, Dr. Joe talks about it for 35, we're really hardwired. So it feels harder to change it. It just feels harder to change it because it's a loop and it's a comfortable loop, but it, it is possible to change it, of course. But yeah, the body just, the body comes into a situation and it already knows. And so it's almost controlling your thoughts before you get there. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a vicious loop when it's negative and when you want to change it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, it makes me wonder if it's possible in the show notes to this episode to link to uh, what the bleep do we know? Oh, did you saw that? I take it. I went to bleep fest in LA when I lived back. I met Dr. Wolf and Dr. everyone from the movie was there. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would have known about that <laughs> yeah. to me the the little animation that explains the relationship to the hypothalamus the peptides the cell walls i thought that was perfect yeah. talk about a masterpiece of taking maybe one of the most complex physiological processes and turning it into a fucking cartoon that a 10 year old can understand yes. yes i came away from that well, for me, I came away from it with a lot of sort of support for what I had already been doing. So I knew, yeah. right? I knew that in some way, our our thoughts become things. And in some way, our words create our reality. And in some way, these things happen. Right. But having seen that, um, something really cool happened. I went from understanding it to being able to teach it. Mm. Sure. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so that's how powerful that was. That's what you're talking about, right? Is that same process that yep. they animated? Yep. Yeah. That's when she walks into that, that wedding and yeah. and just, I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah. Actually, it's when, just, I, when I was at, genius. I got my CD signed there from everyone in the movie, but they had a, they had a little table outside. I got the six hour extended down the rabbit hole. What the bleep do we know? So I got like the six. Oh, CD yeah. Yeah. All the interviews and all the, so yeah. They, they ran the extended, I think, as a mini series or something on Netflix or somewhere. Sure, I yeah. got to see that one time. Yeah. Um, that that was, a, I'll, I'll tell you, <clears throat> another teachable moment that came from watching the movie. The idea of the Native Americans standing on the edge of the, of the shore and, and couldn't see the ships coming because the ships were too foreign to them. No reference point to it right until the medicine man comes up boom <laughs> yeah. um it, it's so yeah. somebody comes to you and they're just jacked up into what is it beta yeah highest frequency yeah they're just jacked up into beta and they can't they don't know that there's an off switch right right is that pretty much what it is yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just, I just want to say one reference because my very first teacher way back in the day, he gave yeah. me a reference to, he said, and he was talking about the same thing with the, with the ship and, and no reference. Yeah. He, goes, he goes, there's this farmer that grew up in a farm his whole life. And that's all he knew was farm animals. And he went to the zoo one day and he stood there looking at the giraffe for about 20 minutes and spit out, go, doesn't exist. 
and walked away. <laughs> I mean, you have no reference to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. When I, sometimes I have, I had someone come into my office not too long ago and she was having an anxiety attack on the way over. Mm-hmm. And you know, usually I could say, look, you know, you know, look at me, look at me, take a deep breath. And I, I go, I go where they're at to bring yeah. them back down. So I get a little high. Yeah. I look at me, look at me, look at me. And I just take mm-hmm. a deep breath. And I just, I couldn't pull her down. She's like, I have to leave. I'm like, okay, you can leave, but you know, just be careful driving. Just, are you sure you don't want to sit? And I mean, usually, I mean, I think that's the only person I've ever just let go because, you know, she was really freaking out and to yeah. hold her, that would have been the exact opposite. Yeah. I said, okay. I said, call me when you get home, drive safely. But usually it's, uh, you know, when they come in and they're just, uh, usually it's, usually it's such an overload that they're quiet because their mind's racing so fast. That they're just like, interesting. Like, you know, what's going on? I said, okay, just yeah. relax. We're going to, we're going to slow everything down. We're going to, we're going to get to the place we need to be. So, and that's one reason it's so easy to hypnotize people because nobody's used to shutting off their mind. All I'm doing is slowing down right. the frequency for them, but they don't know that, you know? Right. Yeah. Or so. What, um, I, what is, what, what's kind of the reaction the first time you help somebody to understand that that this sort of more slow intended intentional in the moment yeah reality is possible right well the, the the best part is when i do take them through a state of hypnosis and i bring them up the other side if they're like if they're racing that high and yeah. i wonder they come up on the other side and they're just sitting there and the, i got a little lazy boy in my office there sitting there and they just kind of look around like like you said you come out with a different vibration you're looking around like what just happened? Like, yeah. how am I so relaxed? What's going on? I said, that's it. That's you got to get, you get into this state. It's okay. Like we talked about to be up there racing, you're busy, you're, but you got to bring it back down. You have mm-hmm. to have, it down. you know, I, I tell people like, you know, when people could get on medication to, so they don't feel, mm-hmm. I said, you don't feel better on this medication. You don't feel at all. And it's very important the distinction. And I yeah. said, you don't want, I said, you don't want flatline that's dead you don't want yeah. flat you want to right. feel the thing is yeah. you don't want those highs to be too highs and the lows to be too lows you want to you want to smooth it out a little bit the problem gets when the highs get too high and the lows get way too low and then depression i i always have a play on words depression is we are depressing our own emotions down right. Into our right. nobody knows what we're talking about nobody knows what we're going through and it you do feel that way because it's such yeah. a small circle yeah that's what depression is I don't think it's even a play on words. I think it's it's well, it's, it's a literal etymology, right? It's like they call it depression because everything's yeah. <laughs> gets depressed. Yeah, like disease. I always say disease. Right. Yeah. If yeah. Is if your mind is at ease, you can't have disease in the body. That's why we call it disease. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. So now, do you have uh, a book? or anything you'd like to direct people to uh let's give you the gratuitous like hey where should we send people to learn more about you man (laughs) i have a a free uh guided meditation i call the introduction to anxiety and then our workshop where i explain all this stuff we're talking about it's at uh bestanxietysolution.com if you have a link for it we can also put it in the show notes sure yeah want to do that yeah 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 sure all right very cool Kelly, hey man, it was really good to connect with you and 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 hear what you're about. And um we have a lot in common, you and I. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and fight club, we got we yeah. Got yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you so much. 
for, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I'm going to set it up with my assistant to get that link from you. And cool. uh, we'll go from there, man. Awesome. Thanks, Manny. Thanks for having Thanks. me on. Thanks, All brother. Right. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Manny Wolf Show. If you know someone that you'd love to have me interview, please go to my website at mannywolf.com. That's M-A-N-N-Y-W-O-L-F-E.com and submit them as a potential guest. We love to bring guests on that our audience wants to hear from. So please help us to find the best guests for you by going to mannywolf.com submitting anyone that you have in mind to be a great guest, including yourself. And if you'd like to know more about me and what I do, please come over to Facebook and join my group, simply called The Manny Wolf Group. If you'd like to get more into my world where we have all kinds of tips, trainings, valuable stuff for you to help you get better at growing your brand and your audience, please come and join The Manny Wolf Group on Facebook. Until our next episode, I'll see you.